Hey, it's Gabe. I want to recommend a podcast I think you'll enjoy called What Could Go Right. On What Could Go Right, the hosts, Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varva-Lucas, sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues. They look back at how far society has come and look forward to what it will take to achieve a brighter future. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, listen to What Could Go Right wherever you get your podcasts. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that believes there's no time like the present to learn about the past. I'm Gabe Luzier, and in this episode, we're talking about the first ever international treaty to outlaw human cloning. The day was January 12, 1998. 19 European nations signed a pact prohibiting the cloning of human beings. The historic signing took place in France just a few hours after its president, Jacques Chirac, called for an international ban on research involving the genetic replication of humans. The countries that signed the agreement represented roughly half of the member nations of the Council of Europe, an organization founded in the wake of World War II to protect democracy and human rights in Europe. Of the Council's 40-plus member states, the following 19 signed the ban on human cloning. Denmark, Estonia, Finland, France, Greece, Iceland, Italy, Latvia, Luxembourg, Moldova, Norway, Portugal, Romania, San Marino, Slovenia, Spain, Sweden, Macedonia, and Turkey. Scientific interest in genetic replication arose in the late 19th century, at a time when genetics was largely still a theoretical science. The word clone was coined in 1903 by plant physiologist Herbert Weber, and not long after, some scientists began practicing experimental embryology to create a clone for real. In the 1920s, German embryologist and Nobel laureate Hans Spemann made strong progress on that front. He removed the genetic material from an unfertilized salamander egg and then transferred a nucleus from a donor cell into the empty egg. The result was a salamander embryo with the exact same genetic makeup as that of the donor, or in other words, a clone. The technique Spamon pioneered, known as somatic cell nuclear transfer, 
or SCNT, was used again in 1953 to clone northern leopard tadpoles. But the most famous use of the nuclear transfer method by far occurred on July 5th, 1996. That's when Dolly the sheep, the world's first mammal cloned from an adult somatic cell, was born at the Roslyn Institute in Scotland. The cloned lamb, which had been named after country singer Dolly Parton, was formally introduced to the world a year later. The presentation sparked global debate about the ethics of cloning and about whether or not the method could or should be applied to humans. By the end of the summer, France and other key member nations of the Council of Europe had already begun hashing out plans for their eventual anti-cloning ban. The date of the signing was set for January 12, 1998, and it wound up being extremely timely. That's because one week before the meeting, Chicago-based physicist Richard Seed announced his detailed plan to set up a human cloning clinic as quickly as possible. The Harvard-educated scientist claimed he could produce a human clone in just 18 months, and that once his facility was operational, he'd be able to produce as many as 200,000 human clones each year. As you might expect, Seed's plan was widely criticized, with many world leaders rushing to condemn it outright. Among the first to do so was Seed's own president, Bill Clinton. He called the scheme, quote, untested and unsafe and morally unacceptable, and urged Congress to pass a 10-year ban on human cloning to allow for continued debate. Some members of Congress wanted to go even further by banning human cloning altogether. Richard Seed responded to the uproar by doubling down on his plan to clone a human within the next two years. He said that if Congress banned human cloning in the U.S., he would simply move his operation to Tijuana, Mexico instead. Richard Seed's threat may have been an empty one, as many in the scientific community doubted his ability to actually produce a viable human clone. Nonetheless, it reinforced the idea that an international ban was needed. French President Chirac made this case himself during a conference of national ethics committees in Europe. He said, quote, Nothing will be resolved by banning certain practices in one country if scientists and doctors can simply work on them elsewhere. And so, less than a week after Richard Seed's troubling announcement, 19 European nations heeded Chirac's call to action. Their representative signed an accord on January 12, 1998, and it was ratified later that spring. The agreement denounced human cloning as a misuse of science and a violation of human dignity and identity. Nations that signed the treaty agreed to enact laws prohibiting any attempt to, quote, create human beings genetically identical to another human being, whether living or dead. It's worth noting, though, that the document made no mention of sanctions or of any other form of repercussions for signatory nations who didn't abide by the treaty. So, in other words, they were more or less working on the honor system. That lack of rigor prompted at least one member nation of the Council of Europe to refuse to sign the measure. At the time, Germany already had a strict ban on human embryo research, a direct response to the Nazi eugenics programs of World War II. The German government said the proposed measure was weaker than its current standing laws, so there was no point in signing it. The United Kingdom, on the other hand, took the opposite approach. 
it argued that the ban was too restrictive and that human cloning should perhaps be allowed in some cases, such as when a couple is completely sterile. Of course, it's worth remembering that Dolly the Sheep was a UK native herself, and it's possible that her country just wanted to keep their options open, since they were already ahead of the cloning curve. 25 years on, there's still no clear consensus on human cloning. In 2018, it was reported that only about 70 countries had banned human cloning, and of that number, not all of the bans are absolute. More than a dozen of those nations, including the UK, Japan, and Israel, still allow for so-called therapeutic cloning. That's when human embryonic stem cells are cloned for use in cell-based therapies, though they're never grown past 14 days. In either case, the majority of countries have yet to pass any federal legislation relating to human cloning. That includes the United States, where cloning policy varies widely from one state to the next. That means Richard Seed never did have to relocate to Tijuana, though he never managed to clone anyone either. Or at least, not as far as we know. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully, you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you have a second and you're so inclined, come find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks as always to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality? High quality and immersive sound? A sleek design? All of those are givens, but only the new Roku Pro Series has all of those and the Roku Streaming Experience, an award-winning OS. Get fast, easy access to all your apps like iHeart, where you can stream all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts all day, and regular, all-inclusive trips to Roku City. The new Roku Pro Series, a smart TV built by the streaming pros. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have, hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcasts. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.